0: Welcome to Five Minute Answers. This week I want to build on last week's question. Remember, last week we talked about how much stuff is enough and affluenza and but we really didn't define what we're supposed to do with the assets. Just kind of generally talked about it. I didn't mean we're supposed to be hermits and give away all our money to the poor or anything. I don't think that would be, it doesn't put us in a position of power at all to help. But, so I really want to define what do we do during times of prosperity? What do we do with our, how do you create assets? What's the difference between assets and debt? All of these kinds of questions I want to deal with. What are our responsibilities during times of prosperity? Well, what tends to be happening around me, what I see is our expenses tend to rise to our income, right? Whatever, we get more income, we just find more things to spend it on. It doesn't need to be that way, but it does tend to naturally happen that way. Well, that's not a good thing. If you have resources, it means you've somehow saved your work, essentially. Like you've worked and I've put that money in the bank. I I have the rewards of that work right there in the bank that I can pull it from or in some other kind of investment that I can... You've saved your work. Debt is the opposite of that. That means that you've taken your work... And your future work, even you haven't even done it yet, and you say, "I want the stuff now. I'll take my that my rewards right now, and I'll pay for it later." So you've given up your future work, and you're now in debt. You've signed a contract, and you have to make payments to somebody or something. That's the opposite of having resources. Well, why do you want resources? Why do you want excess? Not to be selfish, but you're in a position of power to help yourself and to help others around you. You have choices when you're, and you don't have choices when you're in debt. We are now living in such a time of prosperity. What are you doing with it? This might be the most prosperous period of time ever, or at least one of them. What should our goal be during this time? It won't last. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do for ourselves, our future generations, our kids, during this time? And really, I think there's you have two choices when times are really good, really prosperous. You can use it up. You can increase your lifestyle, your entertainment, your food, your clothes, your toys, whatever. You can just use it all up during that time or you can save some of that prosperity and then when times get worse you can use it to help yourself or others or both. In America, that's not, it's not happening. Our debt is going up and our savings is going way down. Uh, I'm, when I talk about debt I'm not talking about the light heating bill or the light bill or something like that. A debt is an obligation, a signed contract that you have in exchange for work in the future. That's what's going up a lot. Like a MasterCard, you buy something Uh, things like that. Well it turns out that 95.8% are not behind on their payments. They're managing their debt quite well. They're not even behind one month on their house, their credit card, their car, whatever like that. They manage it. We're becoming experts in being in debt. Too good, to me anyway. You don't want to be good at managing debt. You want to get out of debt. You can't get ahead when you're in debt. You can't build real assets if you stay good at managing debt. That's not what... You'll have classes on managing debt who would want to be good at managing debt? You want to get out of debt. The real goal is to do that, get out of debt, and not get into it again. And Then you can then you can save, then you can build resources of some kind, you can get in a position of power. Think of it this way, what if you were not making payments to a credit card or a house or something like that, but what, you're paying yourself. You're making payments yourself. You're in a position to take your work, the resources coming in, your income, and, and make payments to yourself. Well, it turns out that that's a very common thing. It's called accelerated debt reduction. But you can take your smallest debt payment that you have, what maybe $25 a month, and then you double it until it's paid off. And then you take the next one. Now you got more resources because you're not making that $25 payment anymore. And you double it. Maybe it's the next highest one. Maybe it's $50 a month. And so you make $100 a month until that's paid off. And you work your way up until even your house is paid off. You get out of debt, a little with starting with the small one. And then you work up. It, will, it turns out if you follow that plan, taking your smallest debt, doubling it, paying it, then going to your next smallest debt, doubling it, paying it off as soon as possible, then in less than seven years, in about six years average, you'll get out of debt, including your house. You'll get out of debt entirely. This is true of the average American. Can you picture that being entirely out of debt, not even a house payment? Once you're out of debt, now let's suppose you did that and you're out of debt. Once you're out of debt, then you can get in a position where you can pay yourself in some way so that you, you're used to making payments to credit. Now you can make those payments to yourself in some way. It doesn't necessarily need to be cash. There's a lot of options here. But I, I think what you do now, you're out of debt, so you look for some way to pay yourself that is going to be secure and that will serve those and help you and those that you love well. There's a lot of st- stupid things you can do in terms of creating assets. You can spend your labor now. I'm saying you're out of debt. You can spend your labor on things that well, the advertisers are telling us, spending billions of dollars telling us that we need to get status, you know, you need this car, you need this, these clothes, you need to change your lifestyle or something like If you want to build resources and assets though, you usually have to sacrifice those status symbol type things, at least a little bit and at least at first. You you'll almost undoubtedly get caught if you buy into that idea of I need the best car to define who I am or the clothes or the you're gonna get caught in the debt trap if you do that you'll find yourself barely paying off those status symbol things and then when you're done paying them off they'll be worth almost nothing very little and you'll need new ones and so it goes and you just manage yourself in debt now that you're out of debt the real secret is to spend your labor on things that are worthwhile I think there's two main characteristics let's say you went through that and you got yourself out of debt or you're doing it anyway and you wanna kinda make some investments on things that are gonna last well look for these kinds of things to invest in two main characteristics first you invest in things that are going to stay valuable or even increase in value as time passes. And that's the first thing. You want things that are going to stay in value or increase in value. And second, they need to help you or others that you're taking care of in some way. What do I mean by that? Well, something like, a let's, let's say that you invest, oh, I'll tell you a story. This is a young family that I know, and they're quite young. He, he didn't even go to college. He was a framer, he was something in construction. He wants to be a contractor, but that's years off. He's studying, he has to put in a certain amount of time working in that, but already he had a young family, had a, had a wife and one child, and he took some of his resources, and he didn't buy the newest truck and everything. His truck is kind of old. He sacrificed that, but he called around and he bought a couple of pieces of land that were in good places, and and he built, he, he took his home that he was living in, which was a tiny little thing, and he bought it, it, was, he bought it on debt, you know. Uh, and he built, fixed it up, sold it, and then he built a modest home on the first piece of land. And they stayed in it for a year so they didn't have to pay taxes. And they fixed it up nice and then they sold it. And now they're building a very nice home. He's in his early 20s and he's already getting a home that's going to be quite valuable. He's, he's building assets and he's, and he's going to get his contractor license and he's buying other property and that. There's an example of spending his resources on something that's going to build a lot. He's he's probably worth half a million dollars already in his early 20s and he has power to do a lot of things and he has another child and you no know, it's it, it was smart. It's exactly what I'm talking about and it's going to help his family. He's making a nice home for them to live in. He's not investing in the stock market. He's using what he invested in right now and it's growing. Or here's a story that's quite different but is Right along the same vein, I know a story of a woman who had a job. She wanted she wanted to get a job, and she found one. And she was going to go to work. Her husband was already working, but she was going to go to work so that she could start saving for their kids to go to college. But she decided not to. She decided she would look around and become an expert in helping them get scholarships. So she spent the next ten years, while they were entering college, finishing up high school, and going into college, then with her three or four kids, and she. Found scholarships for them, she helped them do their homework and help them get good grades, and all four of them got scholarships at major universities. She became an expert in that. That would have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. She stayed home and did that. There's another good example of it. Look around at your situation is what I'm saying. First, get yourself out of debt, or at least start to get yourself out of debt. Are you willing to do that? Are you really willing to make those sacrifices to get yourself out of debt? Then find something valuable to spend your labors or your monies on. Things that, one, keep or increase in value, and two, will help yourself and others. If you can do these two good things, you're not just a good debt manager. You'll eventually find yourself having assets. Maybe you'll be able to help someone else out in a truly meaningful way. You'll have the choice and the power and the assets to do that. All because you put your priorities in such a way that you could create assets instead of consume them.